guys, welcome to Making Lemonade with Wit and Kelts. How are you, Kelty? Doing pretty good. How are you? Good. Good. I'm so excited for today's episode. Me too. Yes. Annie is an angel on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, before we talk about Annie, though, really quick, I just want to take a second and thank everybody for listening to yes. our episodes. Right. We've had the most incredible feedback. Yes. The outpouring of love Yeah, has been yeah. so good. It was so scary and intimidating to even mm-hmm. put our story out there, like mm-hmm. you said, because people are judgmental and... You know, you never know what people are saying mm-hmm. and watching and, and we're hard on ourselves or, you know, yeah, like we're we hard, are hard on, on ourselves. ourselves and we want to make sure. Yeah. So we were so scared of like negative feedback and it has been incredible. So good. Yeah. I Marco pulled Whitney and I said, Whitney, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like you can't yeah. upload it. Don't release it. I'm like, yeah. It, and then I said to her, I said, how did you get through it? Mm-hmm. Like, how did you, how were you okay? Cause I was not okay. Yeah. And she said, I just reminded myself to keep the end game in sight. Yeah. And the end game is we are sharing our stories to help somebody. Yeah. And even if it's just one person, it's going to make the difference mm-hmm. and it's worth it. It's so worth I kept it. telling myself that. Yeah. The whole rest of the day because I was so nervous. Uh, I I'm just so kept... glad that helped you because yeah. I was just like pulling stuff out of my butt. Well, you, know, you did good. To help you. <laughs> because I believed in your episode and oh, I still do. You. I mean, it is so powerful to me that. You guys are able to go through that Mm -hmm. and you are where you are now. And like you've helped so many people. And so for that, that episode to scare you, I, I understand that. Mm -hmm. But the other side of it, I'm like, why? Yeah. You're already doing it. Yeah. Like this is what you're doing every day. You just don't know it. I think it's because I don't talk about my feelings. Yeah. Usually because we're raising awareness. Right. And that episode you saw was more about you you. saw the real me. Yeah. Yeah. The mean me. <laughs> no, that's not true. But no, but I know what you're saying. And I do understand your fears, mm-hmm. but I'm so glad that you took a big breath yeah. and you said, let's do this. I'm grateful you for know. you. Like, oh. I'm grateful that you went first. <laughs> I'm great. I don't All know. Every, I've had so many friends just, yeah, they loved your story and you did such a good job. Thank you. So it was hard, but and you guys are awesome. Like it. I love. Yeah, all the feedback. Yeah, we've had so many amazing messages, mm-hmm. and it honestly just helps us push forward. Mm-hmm. We both felt such a pull for over a year to do this podcast, yes. and we, over a year, put it off. <laughs> like, we would talk to each other. I think Kelsey said to me one day, she marked me or texted me, and was like, hey, we need to do a podcast. And do you remember what I said? I don't remember what you said. I was said. like, I know. because I knew like and when you said that I wasn't even shocked I was like Mm -hmm. I know Mm -hmm. I know we have to like but I'm not ready yet yeah and you weren't ready yet and we were just kind of like okay Mm -hmm. and we knew but we just sat there and then I think next time we were together we talked about you had the amazing idea like Mm -hmm. making lemonade which is like (laughs) there's so many of them now well here's the thing it's such a cliche saying. Yeah. Like, and we hate this mm-hmm. saying yeah. to, for completely being honest because do yes. not sit and tell me that my child dying is something I need to make yeah. something better from it kind <laughs> of idea or yeah. like you'll be better because of it kind mm-hmm. of. I hate that. Okay. Yeah. But I love the idea of it because everybody knows this thing and everybody knows what the meaning is behind it. Mm-hmm. And so it had, it had to be this, yeah. the title, yes. you know? And yeah. so I'm so grateful you had 
the insight and mm. the drive and push to even put this together and say, we're doing this. Yeah. Well, then I messaged you again and I said, it had been a year uh-huh. or so. And I said, yeah. what? I'm feeling like we really need to do this. And yeah. she wrote me back. She goes, I feel it too. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like, yeah. I feel it too. We don't want to do we're it. We're just ignoring it. But we're yeah. going to. Yeah. And so we finally like, we both just said, mm-hmm. fine, we're doing it. And we got together. We ordered the stuff. Yeah. It took us way too long yeah. how to put together the stuff. You guys, you should see this desk of oh. wires and cords. It's not, and, and she says us. No, this is Whitney. <laughs> she is a genius and she has to deal with me. I am no help. No, that's but. not true. You bring me Mountain Dew and you give me all the support. That's all I'm good at. No, no, that's no, not I what I mean. It. Oh, I didn't, mean I didn't mean it the way it sounded. But listen, just, but listen, she's great and she doesn't give herself enough credit and so we just want to ultimately what we're trying to say is you guys we know this is what we're supposed to do and Mm -hmm. even if we only have two listeners which Mm -hmm. we clearly don't yeah it's worth it and it means so much to us that you guys are tuning in Mm -hmm. and that you're giving us feedback you're sharing it with your friends and Mm -hmm. family you're telling us how it's helped you in your life yes. or changed your life already or maybe helped you help someone else going through something already. Yeah. So keep you. If you feel inclined to send us a message, like, will you please do it? Yeah. I, we I love reading I love them. it. Um, it helps. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just makes it feel right. Like mm-hmm. all the reasons yeah. we're here is what we're hearing from yeah. you. I so agree. we love hearing it. Yeah. And that's how I felt with today's episode. I don't oh, know Annie. This yeah. is the first day I met her. Yeah. I follow her on social media. Yeah. She She's was incredible. amazing. She is. Her story is, it just sounds so familiar. Mm-hmm. If that, did, did you feel that way? Like, I don't think I ever really struggled. With, so today Annie's going to talk about postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've had that after a couple kids, but not to the depths that she mm-hmm. did. I think I had depression after Taisley died. Mm-hmm. I still have it. Yeah. But I feel like her story is familiar in the sense that there's so many women that go mm-hmm. through that and yep. go through all the same things. And mm-hmm. just to see how she comes out of it. Yeah. On the other side. Yeah. And my favorite part in the episode, one of many favorite parts, is she just, she constantly reminded us and the listeners, it's a process. Yeah. Find what what works for you. Yeah. Keep going keep going it's a process yeah you'll if, figure it if out if you're on medication and it's not working mm-hmm. be an advocate and mm-hmm. find something else yeah talk to your doctor go to another doctor mm-hmm. go to she talks about hormone therapy mm-hmm. like go to where you feel pulled to go yeah. talk to someone that's been through it and ask yes. them for advice she talks but, about nutrition yeah oh one thing that she mentioned we had stopped recording and we were still kind of talking is one of the ways she knew she had postpartum depression was the rage. Mm-hmm. She felt really angry. Yeah. Yep. And, and she said somebody like a, somebody who follows her had wrote her in Instagram, wrote yeah. her a message about that. She felt rage. Yeah. She goes, D- did you feel rage? Cause I have felt rage. Yeah. And, and that wasn't normal for either of mm-hmm. them. And so she knew that was one of the signs like, Oh, like why, why am I so angry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we wanted to mention that here. Yeah. So you guys know. Yeah. So Whitney is going to introduce this week's guest. Yeah, so our cute guest today is Annie Havland, and she's going to share her story with us today about depression and postpartum depression and just experiences in her life. So welcome, Annie. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) Yeah, we're excited to have you here. 
overwhelming to be sitting oh, with yeah. you guys. You two are <laughs> top notch and thank you. We we might not be top notch, no, but we're I trying to be. You are. And I'm already. You're I'm like so gonna cry. That girl. Stop Aww. talking. <laughs> uh, well, tell yes. us a little bit about your family. Tell us about you, your family. Annie has six kids. Mm-hmm. She's incredible. <laughs> I love that. You're so sweet. I love that. Um, yep, we have six kids. We had three really close together, um, which maybe we'll talk about within three and a half years. And we kind of thought we were done because. I was tapped out mm-hmm. and for different reasons. And then we just kind of felt like we were done. And then we had three more That's kind awesome. of close together five years later. Yeah. So similar to my family, which is so funny. We had, we, I was always called the little kids. There was the big kids and the little kids because okay. I'm the fourth and there was a little bit of a gap. So three. So it's kind of funny. Oh, I didn't know that. I love that. Was not planned to be <laughs> copycat by mom and dad, but it kind of ended up yeah. being like that. Okay. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. We have four girls and four boys, excuse me, and <laughs> two girls. And yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. And you love having a big family. We lots do. of helpers. On lots your of farm. helpers. Yeah. Yep. Lots of fighting. <laughs> Every month, sorry. But no, they actually do get along great. It's fun. It's a very fun dynamic to have older kids and younger kids. I feel that way. I think we both kind of, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Having a baby with older kids is so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. It's challenging in different Mm -hmm. ways because your schedule, right? It's like, it's so busier. More busy with, and then your younger kids, it's a little bit different than Mm -hmm. how you kind of did your older. But yeah. But then it's like you wouldn't change it. Yeah. And so much love. And I like, love so the relationships. Love. So I love watching love. older siblings mm-hmm. with their younger siblings. Yeah. I I think it's so cute and I love it. So Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Oh. Well, where does your story begin? Where would you like to start? Well, I guess we could start um Sutton, who's our third, was born in January twenty two thousand nine. And he um, was a big baby, and sorry, guys. Um, yeah, he was in the hospital for a week. He had some respiratory issues, and when I think back to that, I think um, you're just a young mom. Everything's emotional, right? Mm-hmm. Seeing your baby in any type of like yeah. situation is hard, and I. I remember it being kind of lonely, like feeling like nobody understood, right? Like your parents or whoever would be like, hey, just come and let's do this. And you're like, I just want to be at the hospital. And then you're torn because your other kids, I mean, people, so many people have been able to, yeah. Yeah. So you're just like pulled. Mm -hmm. Um, But he, he's fine. He's totally fine. He's never had any problems after that. Um, And during that time, the end of kind of towards the middle end of my pregnancy, um, there was some marital things going on. And um, that just also made I feel like his stay there in the hospital, me feel a little bit lonely, because just things were still trying to get um, healed with all of that. Um, But then things were pretty good. Um, I have noticed having six kids, I, there's like a pattern and I can just run on adrenaline. Mm -hmm. I don't know if all moms are like that or not, but like 
the first two, four, six months, like I am like, yeah, kind of adrenaline high mm-hmm. and just like do, 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 get it, just get it going. Done, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I being agree. fine uh-huh. and good. And then, um, I've learned more about postpartum depression, but I really don't feel like mine started until later. Okay. And I don't know if it's because like of that adrenaline stuff or life. Mm-hmm. There's always, I don't know. I don't know, but I've noticed that with all of mine, it does not happen right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like there's a good lesson to be learned in that and that yeah. everybody is different. And um just because a book or this article or whatever might say one thing doesn't mean that that is how it has to, has to be. Um, with Sutton, I remember, so I was, I don't even know how old I was probably. I think I should have figured that out. I'm thinking like 27. I'm so bad at math. Okay. okay. Having, but, but I was young and super healthy, like worked out, like took care of myself and everything. But I was one thing I could definitely see. I was tired all the time. Okay. Um, thinking of coming and sharing with you guys. One of the things I remember specifically is visiting someone in our church. Um, we did visiting teaching and going there and it was a lady I'd grown to love so much. And, um, sitting across the table like this with her more than one time in a row and literally looking at her and being like, I am going to fall asleep right now. Yeah. And just being like, this is not normal. So you felt like that was a symptom of like something's going on. Yes. And I try to be, I feel like proactive. Like Mm -hmm. I know I would talk to my sister several times and be like, I am so tired. Like I would nap every day. My baby slept well. So I had three little kids and they'd be like, oh, you're just so busy. Like that's what everybody said. Like, oh, you have three kids. Like so little, like, of course you're tired. And it was like, okay, like maybe, but they sleep well. I sleep well, like hours wise, right? Like I get enough sleep, like, yeah, like something's up. So I had gone in several times to my OB and asked him to like run blood tests and just be like, I just like something's wrong, you know, at my annuals or whatever. And everything was like, oh, you're, you're, looks good. Everything's like, you're fine. And just being like, I'm crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is just like, okay, I guess this is how it is, you know, kind of. I don't know. So that was was one thing that I had thought to, to share because I do feel like that was something that was happening. Like Mm -hmm. something was happening with my body. I just didn't know what, and I didn't know what to do. Um, so Sutton was about a year and a half, almost two when we were at my parents and, um, my nephew got, had an accident and it was, not good from the beginning. I was out there with my sister and could remember her scream. I've never ran as fast, like literally in my life. And I don't know if anyone has called 911 before, but calling 911 that I think was the very first time I had done that. And that can be like, Mm -hmm. kind of traumatic. Have you guys? Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, and I've is, had to call since hard. for different things mm-hmm. and um, some like non-emergency, but but even that, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, it is yeah. like you get into this mode of like, well, for me, I'm always like, I don't know, I feel like I got this, and then after it hits me, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree. It, yeah. It's like, it's it, like the that survival adrenaline. mode. Yeah. Survival In the beginning yeah. where you're just like going through the motions. And, yeah. And then it hits you with happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. It's, it's hard. It's a traumatic yeah. thing. Especially something like that where it's very serious. Yes. And it's your family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that was about a year and a half after he was born and, or almost two years. And so I, looking back, that's why I share that part of it, because looking back, it was after, um, that experience that I just feel like everything kind of hit the fan and I can now have learned so much about how stress and trauma can affect your body, Mm -hmm. um, in a very real way. Like I may have not believed that before you know but Mm -hmm. I think coming out of like that marital situation um having some postpartum things happening and and then that Mm -hmm. accident just put me over the edge yeah and I you hit your breaking point yes yeah um and I don't I don't know I don't know where to go from here so I there's some things that um, I wish I knew better dates, but some things I have thought to share is um, when I could really tell, like, it, it, I've had people reach out to me actually since, since I have posted a few things about, and they, for a family member, and they've said, like, what do we do or how can we help? I think this, I think this person might be struggling, Mm -hmm. you know, not sure, but like, I think I see some things like struggling, like, what can I do? And I have several times responded, like they might not even know. Mm -hmm. So that was one of my questions that I wanted Whitney and me to ask you is I feel like the little things that like, as you're going through it, you didn't realize maybe the little things, I feel like the little things are just as important as the big things. I just kind of wanted you to talk about that, like the little things that led you. Do you know what I mean? Am I making sense? I guess. I think so, but I totally agree because mm-hmm. just like thinking back and then trying to respond like to these people, I'm mm-hmm. just like, I had no clue mm-hmm. like what was happening. Yeah. Um, you're just going, going through the motions and, and surviving. Yes. Yeah. And you, um, maybe what was normal to you isn't like you kind of get a new normal. Mm-hmm. I am not, have never been one to sleep in. Mm-hmm. I've always been like early riser, go getter, super motivated. And that all was shifting. And I can't say that it shifted like overnight, overnight yeah. but it all kind of started to shift um, where I would like sleep until my kids came and woke me up. And, um, which, I mean, it's a little thing, yeah. but something that like just, it was big for yeah, yeah, nothing. So that was something that you, is that the moment you said something's wrong? No, it okay. just kind of became a new normal, okay. right? Like, yeah. okay, well this, and, and yeah. then you talk to friends and you're like, oh, they do this. Like, yeah. so that's okay. But for me, it wasn't like my way of living, right. but it was like, oh, they do that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Oh, they just so turn like on a show. Yeah. Okay. Like that's not something I would typically do not right or wrong. It's just not for me. Wasn't. And so you just kind of started shifting. Um, when I could really tell there was a huge problem was, um, my cute Peyton who I can't even remember how old he was. He had to be five, six at this point. He was in a little music 
um, program that was just at a lady's house, like mm-hmm. around the corner, super close. And you would go with them sometimes parent days and not parent days. And it wasn't a parent day. I probably had not gotten dressed at that day. And I remember I was napping on the couch and it was my alarm probably on my phone went off and it was time to take him. And I was just, it seemed like the biggest task, like climbing Mount Everest, mm-hmm. like the biggest thing to try to think, okay, I got to basically get up. I got to go to the car. Didn't even have to get dressed. Right. I just had to take him yeah. <laughs> and it was like impossible. Yeah, I and I laid there and I called Riley because uh, the feed store we owned at this time was just a couple miles away and he would come back and forth all the time. And I was like, oh, maybe he's close or maybe he's coming home. Maybe he can take him. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't anywhere close. I just like, hey, where are you? You know, and um, so it was like, okay, I have to take him. And I considered calling my mom, oh. <laughs> which lives like at, to take him because uh-huh. it was just so much. Yeah. And I just remember that experience being like something is totally not right. Yeah. Um, it, it's sad that um, if you heard experiences on the news or something of a I actually think I was up here in Utah once and I heard a story of a mom who had, who um, was on the phone with her husband and he knew something was wrong. Like she wasn't talking right. And she ended up like pulling her van over and walking out into traffic. Like she, and I was like, it's like, I could, I could be her like Mm -hmm. totally relating Mm -hmm. to just not being in a, in the right place. Um, Things that normally you like, would love like if someone came and said you could do anything you want today you could like with anything Mm -hmm. there it was like completely blank it was like nothing 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 I didn't care about anything yes okay did not care about anything did not um I don't just you were just empty I was literally (laughs) existing everything was torture Mm -hmm. like not just like not finding joy but everything was torture okay um, I don't know. And like, like I had mentioned, if I, you just, if you haven't been there, it's like so hard to understand yeah. Yeah. I think, I, and to be like, why don't you just get up? Why don't mm-hmm. you just right. brush your teeth? Why don't mm-hmm. why don't you just do yeah. these things? Right. And you, it's so hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, another thing, um, So that just not finding like Riley would was so great. And he would say, oh, maybe you just need a hobby. You know, I remember (laughs) kind of at the beginning, he'd say like, oh, you just need a hobby. Yeah. And it was like, I don't even want to do anything. Like, let me sleep. All I wanted to do was sleep. Um, So I can't remember. I went back to my OB um, again and because I trusted him so much and I didn't know what to do. I don't think that um, family members like my parents didn't know like how bad it was or anything. So I just didn't know where to go to get help. Did Did you hide it at all? Like, were you the person who showed up and you didn't want people to worry about you? Is that your personality at all? Or I don't even think I could like go there, okay. like care enough to what other, okay. but I just would... Um, 
so because there have been several people that are like you would never know like I still got up and went to mm-hmm. church um honestly by the grace of God and I think by the way I was raised like my parents like their example was the only reason probably that I'm here mm-hmm. like today um my mom is like a rock mm. like just always did what needed done, never with, with just happily, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, not like bouncing off the walls, like joyful, but I never heard her like complain about dinner. Mm -hmm. We never went out to eat as a family. She literally made dinner like seven nights a week. She's my hero. Like (laughs) I could use some of that in my life. (laughs) Like she just like, so I think I knew like something was wrong. I knew I didn't want to live that way, Mm -hmm. but Maybe if someone called and I just couldn't, I just mm-hmm. wouldn't answer it. Yeah. And so then you call back when mm-hmm. you kind of can, mm-hmm. or you, I'm sure you guys have we, experienced we know. that. We're really good at ignoring yeah. our phones in our yeah. deep, deepest, yeah. darkest yeah. moments. Yeah. You're so, just like. So at that time in your life, no one really knew. Like, obviously you talked to your husband about it and stuff, but like yeah. no one else, like family members, just because like, I just want to know. And I want people to know, um, I guess like signs. Do you know what I mean? Like somebody in my life, you know, that's going through. So I just want to know, and I know it's different for everybody. Right. But I mean, it'd be interesting to ask them, Mm -hmm. um, like my sisters Mm -hmm. that live there and that, you know, would see me. Yeah. Um, I know one of them did know. Okay. Um, I don't think they, because, I mean, it was hard to even tell Riley how bad that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that would put stress on him, right? Mm-hmm. Or any spouse to say, I just think you guys would be better off, right. like, without me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how you were feeling. Yeah. If and you... poor Riley. I mean, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what to do. He didn't know, like, oh, you should probably see a counselor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you should probably. It's just kind of like yeah. we haven't experienced, yeah. you know, that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, you know, back. A while ago. Over 10 years ago, yeah. you know. Um, so he knew that, that obviously I wasn't in a good place because I mm-hmm. definitely did say things like that. And mm-hmm. he just did his best to mm-hmm. um, keep me going. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but my sisters knew, but not like to that extent. Okay. Um, but again, it's like you just don't answer. Yeah. Or you call back when you're mm-hmm. a little more like, hey, yeah. And yeah. you're just happy to talk to them, happy to hear what's happening, you know, or what might be going on. But I've never been like to family events be- prior to this and been like, I just want to leave mm-hmm. or I just, I don't want to go. Um, and hundred percent, like wow, I would just be like, feeling. okay, let's yeah. get out of here now. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just, you're, yeah. it's just, yeah, you're not you. Yeah. Um, so when you went to your OB? Yeah, so I finally went in and again, I think it was my annual because I'm like laying there on the table with all the things <laughs> checking, <laughs> checking me out. And um, I just told, I, I don't even know what I told him, but I think it was just like, I'm drowning, mm-hmm. like literally. Yeah. And he was like, okay, well, let's, I don't even remember. He's like, okay, well, let's do this for you, like this medication or whatever. And I remember just laying there and I was like, like, why? Like, what causes this? Thinking that I did something like, 
Is it the way I'm eating? Is it the way, like, what did I do mm-hmm. that caused this? Sorry. You're and fine. he was the sweetest. I remember he just grabbed my arm and he was like, why is that freckle right there? And he like pointed to my arm and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> basically just saying like, your hair for a reason. Yeah. It just yeah. happens. Like it's yeah. nothing you did. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't, that just meant a lot to me that he was kind of tender yeah. and was just like, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Like it just, yeah, it's normal. It's okay. So anyways, that I kind of expected a quick like turnaround. And one thing that I've been able to share with other people, like it was so much work still to come out of it. Mm -hmm. But I do know that that medication helped me because I started thinking again, like a little more clearly, like two thoughts or one for sure that really, really just was impressed upon me as I was kind of working out of it was what do you want your kids to remember? So when I would like, when it was really hard, I could still now like think of that thought and push, Mm -hmm. push through a little more. Like, I don't want them to remember that I laid on the couch all day or that I was in bed all day Mm -hmm. or that whatever, you know, that we missed out on this opportunity or this experience because just because. Yeah. So that was a great thought that really helped. Yeah. Helped. Um, get you through your yeah. day. Yeah. And then, and then honestly in 20 or yeah, 2012, January, 2012. Um, so I think I must've got that medication in like 2011, middle of the year. If I would have checked dates, I'm pretty sure that that's where, so I had been on the medication for probably like six or eight months. Um, and in January, 2012, I was asked to, it, to do a calling at church. That was way over <laughs> my ability, but I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I feel like looking back, that calling helped a ton um, cause I was in a spot that I could begin to serve with true intent. I feel like I could start feeling this, the Holy ghost again, um, where before it there was just nothing mm-hmm. and that's, you're so empty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was great. And the people I served with were great. Um, but they, but still struggle there. Right. And it's again, like you kind of don't know unless you're like in the, in the walls of where you're like that suffering is going. And that song that says, um, sorrow that the eyes can't see has never ring more true. Yes. And because of that calling, like in that calling, I could sit and, and be with women and they could share things that how they were struggling. Mm -hmm. And I, it was like, this is, this is it. This is why I needed to have that so that I could understand because before I may have cared and had like compassion and been like, Oh man, but I don't think I know for sure. I wouldn't have been able to go there with them. Like, yeah, I know you can't get up. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. I, you know what I mean? So that really, really helped, um, 
put purpose to yes. that. And you were probably a life raft for somebody that you have no idea. I don't know. I think they were, <laughs> they were <laughs> more for me. I, I yeah. don't know about that, but really I feel, I just know that that was part of yeah. the purpose of that, but mm-hmm. I kind of still felt like, Oh, okay. Here's the purpose. Now I'm just going to, again, like, it's just going to be, okay. I experienced that. Now everything will be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've okay. done there, been there, done that. Let's flip the switch and yeah. be done with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't like that. Like yeah. it is, um, that's one thing I feel like is just important to know medication or therapy or whatever might help other people differently. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is more of a switch, but for me, it's been helpful to be able to tell other people mm-hmm. like it was so much work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and some days you can do it, the work, you know, more yeah. and, some and some days it's just too hard. You can't. Yeah. Um, but for me, it wasn't like a switch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's important to know with like loved ones, mm-hmm. you know, if they're like getting help and you're like, okay, yeah, things should be better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how other people's experiences. I'm a, I'm a little embarrassed to say that I, um, am that way sometimes like with my family members, I, um, have a few family members who battle depression and I mean, there's times where I'm like, oh, okay, they're doing better. And then other times, you know, and I don't know. I'm embarrassed to say that. Like oh. it's hard to know. And I love yeah. that though. Yes, too. Like, like you're teaching yeah. me so much just yeah. with this. And I don't know. Oh. So I'm grateful for this. So I'm grateful that you're let me ask you questions too about Yeah. yeah. What else? What else? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know my story. I don't feel I, I don't know. I just Yeah. Yeah. So an addition and then and then I did stop I did feel like I got to a point where I could stop taking the medication. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I wish I could get my journals out again, because I feel like there's a kind of a space here where that calling was very healing. Um, and I also through that calling realized like, oh, we need a, there's another baby oh. for us. There was a lot of, I think, softening and just anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really nervous though, cause I kind of felt like I maybe couldn't handle it. Um, our three older ones are three and a half years apart. So Peyton, Trey, and then Sutton were all born within three and a half years. And again, I was so young. Like you think, okay, yeah, you have babies, you whatever. Like that takes so much of a toll (laughs) on your body Mm -hmm. to have kiddos that fast. Like hormones, there's so much that I've learned. So I, I, it, it was great. I, I love that they're so close together, but being so sleepy and tired, there was mm-hmm. definitely some hormone things right. happening. And I just, I had no clue yeah. I will, about yeah. that world or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I do remember asking my OB one time about, um, this hormone thing I saw on TV, this like clinic uh-huh. in Arizona. And I asked him about it. I was like, Hey, what do you think of this? And he was like, that's for like older women, like menopausal, like that's for like when you're like then, not for now, not for you. You're like, yeah. but seriously, I'm like, that was probably a little nudge because I was super curious about it. And I just, I, and you can have a hormone imbalance at our age. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so yeah. So then I had cord and, um, luckily that was pretty good. That postpartum, I don't know if it's because there had been a break um, kids were a little bit older. So, you know, they're a little more independent. I don't know, but it was great tag. 
Um, he's like 18 months later. Um, so Cord was born in February 2014. Tag was born in September 2015. But I could see after Tag, totally sides creeping mm -hmm. in. I was taking Tag to my mom's, um, probably Cord 2. And I remember carrying the car seat up to her door to go in. And I was meeting friends or sisters or something. I can't remember for like lunch that day. We were doing like something. And I was just like blank as could be, totally numb, not excited to go, just like walking up to the door with him. I just vividly remember carrying the car seat and walking up and feeling that like, oh, I really just blah. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, do. like I just, there was little things like that where I was like, this is Mm -hmm. coming, it's back. coming back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I was told Riley right away is like, I need to go see a counselor. I had learned so much mm -hmm. right in those like five years. Um, and we were then in a different situation financially. And it was like, we can't afford it, but I can't afford not to not to. Yeah. So, um, anyways, I went, started seeing a counselor and then um, also got more into, she actually was amazing. And when I sat down and was talking to her, she suggested, I think you should get your hormones checked out. Oh, good. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. I had no clue about any of that stuff yeah. still. And I was like, where? <laughs> okay, yeah, where, where I should I go? Like, <laughs> teach me. Like, I have... I will, I'll do anything. Just, I just don't know what to do. So she recommended a place. And, um, so then I started down that route and it was, that was just so overwhelming guys. Like our financial situation right then, it just was another added like pressure yeah. of I'm taking so much from our family, Yeah, you know, you just those things that. that start weighing yeah. on you too, which then don't help like yes. your mental you know, yeah. health either. Yeah. So anyways, I started going to see this, this hormone guy and worked with him for a little bit and could totally see a difference. It was fabulous. Like I had actually felt better than I had in a super long time. Yeah. And then I did end up switching to another place. Um, cause I kept feeling like, Oh, let's get a second opinion from the very beginning, I was like, mm -hmm. I think I need a second opinion. But again, I just didn't know where to go. Like, yeah. who does this? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. But when I finally did get a second opinion, that's where I stayed. Okay. And again, I was like, this is me. Like okay. after getting it help. A lot. Yes. So yeah. even going back to those years that were a little bit better, still kind of surviving, yeah. not as bad. Yeah. I, it was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, if I could have told that girl then mm -hmm. like, yeah. this is the key. Yeah. Um, so for me, I feel like that helped way more and therapy way more than the medication did. Okay. But I wouldn't have survived. Right. Like it's just a process. Right. You just mm -hmm. learn. Yeah. And so even after Derby, um, who's our youngest and she's two, I was really proactive about trying to like watch my like hormones. How am I feeling? Um, now I'm in a new state mm -hmm. and then, which is like, overwhelming. Where do I go? Yeah, <laughs> How do right. I get, you know, what do I do? But yeah. anyways, um, I, this is what one thing that I have learned, I think from that really hard, super dark time and like 2011, 
10, 12, like to 15, whatever. Um, and something I've had to like have a little more grace with myself is that I feel like there was lingering things, even though you, I was doing better and could kind of in survival a little bit, there were lingering things like whether they became habits, mm -hmm. but our brain is so powerful. Right. Like I've just learned, you know, that too, how, so there was just things that either like got rewired or whatever. Um, and that is when I started working with April, the life coach, Yeah, because I was doing okay, but there was just, there was just something else. There was still yeah. like residual things. Yeah. Like I kid you not, one of our calls we talked about one time, was how we had got back from probably a rodeo or something and I was unpacking everybody's stuff and I walked in to put something away and there was a closet door that was left open and it made me want to crawl back in bed. Uh, like I just felt like, oh my gosh, I can't even close the door. <laughs> I'm uh, such a failure. Like uh -huh. just like I can't I can't do anything. Like I am just like yeah. instead of just like, like just the closing door. the door and like yeah. moving on like and so those types of like residual things where you're like yeah there was just still some yeah. cleaning up right. yeah. just some help that still needed to happen okay. so um talk to me more about hormone therapy and i'm just very interested in that and i think a lot of our listeners will be too Okay. Well, I, I'm not an expert, so that's, I'm a little timid to, mm -hmm. but I can tell like my experience. So I, I would recommend getting two readings of your blood work done, like okay. seeing one person, like you could use the same blood work, but seeing what one person might say about it and then seeing what another okay. person might say like about a it. Second opinion on yeah. It. Cause yeah. when I got a second opinion that the first, um, doctor that I went to and he, he was a literal doctor. He wasn't just like a homopath, pathic doctor or anything mm -hmm. like that, but he did, um, the hormones he did were homopathic okay. or like creams. Oh. They were compound. It was compound. So like, and he had me on, uh, not all of them, I guess, cause progesterone was one that I was on and that was a pill. Oh. Um, but testosterone mm -hmm. was a cream and I would rub the cream think under my upper arm and then I've done it again where it was like oh no it was in the my inner thigh I would rub the testosterone cream in my inner thigh and um and then I was also on thyroid oh yeah medication yeah okay so there was like from his readings there was quite a bit and I think there was one more thing that but I can't remember. those were the main hormone treatments that he was like this is what's what's wrong. Um, and I know my body wasn't like converting something, okay. um, the way that it should be. And I think that was with my thyroid. Um, so I was with him for a while and like I said, could tell like more, more energy. I was sleeping better. That progesterone will knock you out. Mm. <laughs> okay. Like and that, uh -huh. that was actually very interesting because it was really, if you didn't take it in a, like an hourly, like enough time, like I've never been drunk before, mm -hmm. but I would tell my sisters like, this is, <laughs> this must is what, be it, what must it feels like. like. You are yeah. so sluggish, like different kind of can't get up okay. than like depression okay. can't get up. Yeah. Um, but it was still helping. So I was still going with it. When I finally went to another doctor, 
Um, she didn't think I needed on thyroid medication or progesterone. And, um, I believe it was just the testosterone and that was, people might have so many opinions on this. So I'm like, I, I hadn't tried it before, but it was the pellet. So they insert the pellet into your bum basically. And then it's there. And I kind of liked that route. I had had a couple older women that not older, but like 10 Mm -hmm. years older than me, um, that's how I found her because mm-hmm. I had been talking to them and heard them that they had loved it and been going to her for a little while and it was great. And yeah. so I was like, I, this is my second opinion I need to get. And so I thought I would try it one, because you don't have to do it like every day yourself and remember and, um, and do it at the same time every day was like, okay. like super consistent. You should take your thyroid medication at the same time every day, like all of that. And so it was just ease, right? The ease of like, boom, they put it in, you're done. I loved it. I loved the pellet. I've had several friends who ended up going there. And even my, I don't know if two of my sisters went or one of them, they did not love it. Okay. Um, I had a question come through on Instagram about, um, medication and gaining weight. Mm -hmm. The first medication that my OB put me on the antidepressant, I don't, feel like I gained weight on it, but I had gained 30 pounds on my own <laughs> without medication <laughs> just in the, like that time, which is huge for me. I'm five foot. Mm-hmm. Like it, no wonder I was tired before that, but obviously that affects you. Right. And mm-hmm. that, uh, that affects like your mental stuff as well. But, um, I think that was a symptom. Like I wasn't like overeating like crazy or, or, I don't know. That just happened. Mm -hmm. And that was another reason, um, also that I didn't feel good, but so I don't know if it does make you gain weight or not. Um, honestly, uh, the, the hormone therapy did not, Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel like for me, I don't feel like it did. I, I remember someone telling me that they did feel like, the pellet, that's the one reason they didn't do it because once it's in, it's in. So it's, you do need to be very, very careful about who you see because it's in there for three, four five months. It can last. Okay. So once it's in, they can't take it out. Okay. So it's just injected like your butt cheek. Yep. Okay. And it's like a little. And just like slow release kind of thing. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It does peak. Like I had to go back and see her because they want to see like your highest level is like at two weeks. So she had, you know, like a whole thing, like this is where we would want to see you. So then mm-hmm. we know it will kind of even out. Mm-hmm. Um, but with everything, any type of medication, it just, it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes time to see, like, even if it was a snap of the fingers for, for like an antidepressant, it's like, it's not going to happen like the first time you take it, yeah. it has to like, you know, be a couple weeks mm-hmm. and stuff, um, which is just hard when yeah. you're suffering and you're just wanting relief and, you know, barely hanging on every (laughs) second, you know? Um, so I don't know. I, I have seen a doctor up here, um, and was doing the cream again after Derby. Um, and he had me put it a different spot and I didn't love it. Okay. Um, and I didn't feel like it made, so I don't know if the compounding, I don't know about all that kind of stuff very well. Um, but I don't feel like the, it was, yeah. it was doing what, what it did. Uh, okay. Um, 
currently I'm working actually with a nutritionist and a, and a health coach. And Mm -hmm. she had me do my blood work and I was still messed up on some things, but she has recommended, and I don't know, I could text you over the pictures if you wanted to put like the brands in there. But I think she was very specific. She's the one who told me take this much of testosterone gain. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's a pill. It's a supplement, um, more still natural. I would, I would say, um, and I could tell a difference because I started sleeping like so good. This okay. feels like what I need. I don't sleep. <laughs> like where you're deep, I, deep dreaming yeah. again. Like I hadn't had that for yeah. a while. Um, and she's two and she sleeps good. Yeah. I mean, there's the nights, you know, every once in a while you right. have like where, oh, something's off and, she, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I could tell because it was like the drooling. Like I'd wake oh. up and it's just like you're just like, like, you <laughs> like so drool good. on your face. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. this is all from. Yeah. Um, and different things like she's super knowledgeable about, um, like I eat seaweed, a couple (laughs) sheets of seaweed every day. And that's supposed to help with like thyroid stuff. And so she just kind of has a whole, um, and the good thing, the first doctor I went and saw, I did ask him like, how long Mm -hmm. do I need to take this? Like, I kind of want to know, like, why is this happening? And what's going to fix it? Like, Mm -hmm. how can I help fix it? And he was like, well, his, his perspective or his attitude, his knowledge was like the rest of your life. Like, Mm -hmm. unless you're going to be a thousand percent clean with your diet, no sugar, no, you know, Mm -hmm. anything. Um, then that's like the only way. And it was like, Oh, okay. The gal I'm working with now, she's really hopeful that like your body can, you're at a cellular level can, can change. Mm -hmm. And, um, so doing these things hopefully will help start triggering my body to start making the things that needs to on its own. And she was realistic. She's like, it might take a year. Mm -hmm. Like there's no first set, like, okay, in six months, I'm going to have you like Mm -hmm. off of all this. Yeah, and so yeah. I kind of, I mean, I don't know if that's just wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm, we'll, I'm never, I, right. I don't know right. what I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> yeah. But you've noticed such a difference just focusing on your hormone therapy uh-huh. and yeah. nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that does make such a difference in our lives when you're not sitting too. around on your booty watching mm-hmm. TV, eating bonbons yeah. versus really focusing on what, yeah. what, what am I feeding my body to help it feel yeah, better? Like you've done, you've done the work, yeah. you know, you're, yeah. I don't know. I just, I mean, seriously looking back at that, like young girl though, that mm-hmm. was like three little kids and just be like, something is wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, what would have yeah. been different if I yeah. would have known what avenue mm-hmm. where to go? But again, then it's I, just part of progression yes. and, and part right. of. What's, so like, I mean, I know hindsight's twenty twenty. I always tell myself that because I get frustrated with, I don't know. But what is like advice that you would give to somebody? Like, I don't know. The, like you, you keep saying like, I wish I could tell that girl. Do you know what I mean? What would, what would be that advice with, with somebody just starting out like saying, I don't feel, I don't feel okay. I'm not doing okay. You know, I don't know. Is that a loaded question? <laughs> I don't know. And I'm, and I'm not, I used to be ashamed, right. Of like that and Uh of like where I've been, but now being a little more graceful and also other people's lives, you guys, you know, more graceful. We're like, you just, it's part of being here. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
But I knew, I do remember knowing like, this is not normal for Mm -hmm. a young 27 year old person getting Mm -hmm. enough sleep, exercising, taking care of herself to be falling asleep on someone's couch Mm -hmm. while you're trying to visit them in the middle of the morning, like 10, 11 or late in the afternoon. Like Mm -hmm. that's not normal, you know? And so it's like, I knew, I just didn't know where to go. And so I probably just trying to be like 10 times more proactive. Mm -hmm. So basically, be your own advocate. You know your body better than anyone knows your body, you know? I don't know. Is that what you're... Absolutely. I think so. I I feel like going to see my OB like three times and saying, please run my blood work. I think something's wrong was mm-hmm. being proactive. Yes. But I also, I guess I just didn't know what research to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't yeah. know depression was setting in. I didn't know anything about hormone Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, maybe trying to be more asking more questions to people or, and one thing I've learned too, is that like what, what traditional, I don't know if that's what you'd say, but streamlined traditional doctors maybe might be looking at is different than what I know the hormone specialists were looking at. Mm -hmm. Um, just recently, when did I start working with Rael? So like January, February of this year, I went and got my blood work done for this um, nutritionist. And when the OB office called me here and said, oh, your results are in, everything looks great. Mm -hmm. I was like thinking, okay, like good. Mm -hmm. And then when when I had my call with Rael, she's like, this is where we want you. This is where you want you. This is not working well. We need this up here, Mm -hmm. you know, talking about that. They just are looking at different things. Um, I've loved my OB mm-hmm. and that I'm so grateful for him because he was so understanding and he's delivered five of my babies down mm-hmm. there. So he was great. It was just different. Yeah. And he was doing the best he could too, yes. um, with what he, he knew mm-hmm. and what he practices. And then same thing probably with this OB mm-hmm. up here, yeah. um, that delivered Derby. So, um, yeah, I, so I know all those things now. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's a com- uh, accumulation of things. And that is what I have learned also with depression since is that um, like you just learn new things. Like I am such a homebody. Mm-hmm. I did a post about this, I think last week or the week before, like that's something you might not know about me because I do love being around people mm-hmm. and like being out, but I love to be home. Mm-hmm. That is not good for okay. me when I am just, I've just learned that. Okay. Like, and don't feel silly about anything you might need to do to like getting back into a routine. Um, it like plant, like I know a lot of my friends love grocery pickup, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. is not good for me. Okay, it helps yeah. me hide. It yeah. helps me it's, to. It's better for you to go in the grocery yes. store and see people. And not all the time. Like right. obviously sometimes like it's yeah. a lifesaver. I feel the same way. But then I feel yeah. silly because yeah. I'm like, how lame! I can't even handle. Yeah, yeah. no, because <laughs> be getting grocery pickup. I because have friends that live for grocery pickup, live for it, and I love it. It is convenient with a toddler, and especially in the winter, all the things. But I love walking through the dang store. Like yeah. I, yeah. It, I don't know why it brings me a little bit of life right now. Like I just, mm-hmm. I need to see people, which is hard. Everyone has a mask on now, which yeah. is a whole nother level, but. I like to go walk around. I don't know why. I like I think it's what you said though. You're not sitting at home hiding. It yeah. makes you get out. Yeah. So it's one of the ways 
I've learned that I need to get out. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's just little things that I have, that I used to feel silly. Like, I can't believe this is how I have to handle life. Uh Um, But now I'm through thought work Mm -hmm. and working with um, my life coach and doing tons of brain work Mm -hmm. and thought work. It's Mm -hmm. just like, it's okay. That's me. Like, why do I have to, like, I don't need to compare. Like I can't handle life. Yeah. at this level like uh-huh. other people might be able to but yeah. i can just just do what works mm-hmm. for yeah. for me and yeah. for my family yeah. and so routine like all these things i've learned about um since mm-hmm. you know with about depression like nutrition is a big thing mm-hmm. routine is a good thing mm-hmm. um which Making plans yeah. yes and yeah. um yeah so what I love that. do you want to tell us about thought work like yeah. So basically like I, well, I said how like that, I still wasn't in a great place for how like leaving a cupboard open and mm-hmm. it could like ruin your entire, entire day is <laughs> so, so even now, like that was just like last year I was working with her and mm-hmm. I just still, there was just all that residual stuff and feeling ashamed and silly that that little thing could Trigger throw you. me for a loop. Um, it's still a progression. And so now I might not just get so down on myself. I've just learned with her help, like yeah. how to kind of, how to deal with. Yeah. I've like taken that. one thing I, that was super helpful, probably, especially, um, with the depression is taking the word should mm-hmm. like basically just totally out of my vocabulary oh, okay. because I will catch even this morning, yeah. like, Oh, I should have gotten up earlier because you know, I had to be here and like, um, which I still should have, but coming back from a trip instead of it is what it is. Just like, don't argue with myself about it and don't dwell on it. Yeah. Don't put yourself down because it is what it is and you just have to move on. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. It's such good. And not that we can't improve. So that's what I love about that work too. And listening to her is like, recognize it it just helps but move forward and learn from it yeah yeah just don't dwell on it and get down on it Mm -hmm. okay so and maybe like maybe the life coach and the thought work back then Mm -hmm. wouldn't have i don't i don't think that alone would have been enough yeah um so i think there's just pieces Mm -hmm. and i think it from what i've learned and and talking with other people and hearing other stories like it's it's okay. It's your own, whatever mm-hmm. little pieces, maybe medication is all you do need. Right. Maybe nutrition is all you do need. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I've loved about this conversation with you is this whole time you, you said it's a process, mm-hmm. find out what works for you and do it. Yeah. You know? And I love that cause you've never just said, well, this is what worked for me. Like you're just like, it's a process. It yeah. is a process. Yeah. You know? And when one thing stopped working, you you didn't give up on yourself, yeah. you know, and you recognized you still needed help and you were willing to ask for help. And I think I know for me, like when I was depressed, I don't want to ask for help. Yeah. I just want to like drink Mountain Dew and hide in my bed, <laughs> really, yeah. you know, and until you can recognize, like get outside, breathe some fresh air, mm-hmm. take care of yourself first, mm-hmm. you know, so you're so good to do that. One mm-hmm. thing I love about Annie is she's always sharing the positive. Mm-hmm. You're always so positive, like on social media, <laughs> like sharing such good things. And she's always sharing like, do you do it weekly, weekly miracles? 
I have recently. I yeah. Since I shared that. that, I try to track that each yeah, day. You're recognizing mm-hmm. the positive Sharing in each day, which is something that AJ and I learned in counseling, like oh. is to write down three positive things every day oh. and focus on those or write them, put them on a sticky note around your house. Like I am beautiful. I am kind. I'm healthy. Whatever you need to focus on. Mm-hmm. And read them every single day. So if you're saying those out loud, me and Kelsey are big believers of like mm-hmm. pulling things into yeah. our lives that we need. And that's an uh-huh. example of that is if you're positive and looking for the positive, you're going to attract the positive. Yes. So for you to recognize weekly miracles is incredible. I love that. I want to do it in my own life. I know. I yeah. love that. I love Thank it. you. I was just talking to someone the other day and visiting in a friend in Arizona and, um, the good thing about it is because it's just like little bullet points really quick, you yeah. know, like in my little scripture study thing. But like, say you have like two or three like great days, right, in yeah. a row or whatever. And then the next day, like something doesn't go right or not your way. And you're kind of like mm-hmm. blah and down and might, might <laughs> it's sad. This is me um, thinking like, oh, I don't know, like not really seeing Heavenly Father maybe as much in that day or uh-huh. something that or how you anticipated it going or something and then when I go to open that it's like I'm such a brat like look at all of this (laughs) just yesterday (laughs) like what who am I why do I think he's not here yeah why why is he he is here you know and just so it kind of that it helps it has helped me and one thing I think your focus yeah 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 it has been helpful and I don't think you know don't ever be ashamed because you can just put it on me but um I did for a while when it, when I was really bad, I'd write one thing a day that I was just proud of. Mm-hmm. And I'm that's not a, kidding. Great. Like brushing my teeth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was on there yeah. more than yeah. I'd like to admit, <laughs> but you just kind of, just that progress of, yeah. um, of focusing on one thing that's good. Yeah. Even what was I proud of today that I did that you're proud of? Yeah. I like that. That's really um, good advice. Because I think when you're in depression, it's so hard to not see the light. You're in that hole. You're in the darkness. And you're just like, everything's bad. You know, like you said, you have one bad day and your life's bad. You know, Mm -hmm. but it's not. You have to find the good. Even Mm -hmm. if it's just you brushed your teeth or you fed your kids dinner. Even Mm -hmm. if it was unhealthy, Mm -hmm. you fed them dinner. You've been alive. Yeah, Yeah. that's one thing. One of my first calls, too, with April is... um, consistent we were talking about being consistent and how much like I lacked that in my life and this is just what's great about thought work because she's just like um like what about dinner mm-hmm, I'm like mm-hmm. yeah my son's 14 I think he was like 14 then I'm like he's never gone to bed without dinner yeah. like I've kept him alive for 14 years yeah. what yeah like, that's consistent <laughs> yeah. you know like it's just yeah, like you yeah. you kind of and I I I don't want to like keep hounding on it, but there was just those residual mm-hmm. patterns or, and things that needed to be broken. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of like what sealed the deal. And hopefully I'm like, it's still a work. I hope to work with April again, actually. Yeah. Um, but just like finance wise and stuff like that, yeah. we had to went through my sessions and, um, but yeah, I recommend it. I, like I said, though, I know that back then that in, 2010 and all that when it have been the only thing I needed. Right. Um, so yeah, it's been a good progression, hard yeah. one, yep. but you've learned a lot along the way. Yeah. I love that. And then Very grateful good. with, I could see other yeah. signs love, to, yeah. I love that you shared yesterday also, or we were talking that 
you don't feel like your story's like you're still oh, in it. Yeah. You know, you're like, how am I going to share my story? I feel like I'm still in it. And I feel like all of us are still mm-hmm. in our story. Yeah. You know, we're always going to be in our story till mm-hmm. the day we die. So yeah. it's so good just to recognize like you're in a great place right now, but you never know what's coming yeah. and how you're going to handle that. And But you have the tools now in your mm-hmm. toolbox mm-hmm. to help you cope, mm-hmm. to help you fix it, to help you manage it. So I think that's really good to recognize also. And you're, mm-hmm. you're not going to be afraid to ask for help if you do need yeah. more resources. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Well, is there anything else you want to share with anyone going through the throes of depression or (laughs) you can do it. You do not have to be. And I think maybe that's one reason I love the pellet and how I felt so good on that. And maybe my other friends didn't is because maybe it was something that crossed my mind, but was that they hadn't been where I was Mm -hmm. and had and for so long mm-hmm. that to feel that good mm-hmm. again, like, mm-hmm. it's like, I did not even, it was night and day for you. I did not even remember or think I could feel that good. Yeah. And so not that that is the answer for everybody, but right. just to get to that place again and be like, what? Yeah. I yeah. am excited about life. I do not want to yeah. sleep yeah. all day. Like I don't wake up thinking, Oh, when are they going down for a nap? So mm-hmm. I can lay down again. Like it just was like, yeah. Oh, this is how life is. Yeah. And how it um, should be. Yeah. yeah. And and so don't give up. I don't. Yeah. I think that's, I love that that is. Um, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. I think people will people surround are very you. Afraid to ask for help. It's a hard thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. But we all want to help. We yeah. all want to help each other. Yeah. yeah. I love thanks Annie for being on here today. Oh you guys, I love you so much. I hope it wasn't a rambly mess. No, you weren't and I don't think you realize how brave you are and how awesome you are. I just I really want you to know that. Like I love that you came on. I love that you shared this. Yeah. And you're amazing. Thank you. you. I'm glad to be in a spot where I can Mm -hmm. because even last year I it wouldn't I wouldn't have I probably would not have been able to. So You're such a light and oh, I hope yeah. you know that yeah. you really are such a light yeah. and you're such a great example to so many people. Oh, so guys, yes. thank you. Thank you. For I being feel extremely you. mutual about both of you. <laughs> Love you. Thanks for tuning in guys. Bye.